Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, good afternoon and uh, happy Friday. Lori and Julia show My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. The sun is out. We're very happy about that. Before we start today's festivities, got to hit you up for a little bit of cash. As you know, we've been uh, collecting, collecting money for the folks in the Florida panhandle who suffered such uh, incredible devastation due to Hurricane Michael, one of the strongest to hit the U.S. in, uh, some say, you know, decades. And we're trying to help them out. Now, we don't have time to do our regular diaper drive, so that's why we are collecting funds that we will then send down to the state of Florida, and then they can purchase the diapers themselves. Now, you've been hearing us say the Miami uh, folks, but all this is going to the panhandle, okay? Miami is just where the money is going to be sent. And uh, we do have a match, just like the other shows. David, our guy from uh, First Equity Mortgage, he is going to match everything up to $1,500. So when we hit $1,500, that turns it into $3,000. But we have a ways to go. Right now, the Lori and Julia show, we're at $945. $945. If you could just give us 5 or $10, we'd be oh so ever grateful. We'd like to get to $1,500. Just go to mytalk1071.com and use the keyword diaper to donate. Julia, would you do the honors and introduce this gentleman? Oh, well, we're so excited. We have um, a former colleague of ours, Patrick Royce, from how many names of iterations of shows have you been on here at Hubbard? But KSTP AM 1500, ESPN. Joe Souchere was your partner many years. Uh, 35 years uh, in one form or another, yes. And you know what? He never did once. He never once trimmed my eyebrows like you did today. I did. So. I told so, Patrick. You know, when you can see your own yes, eyebrows out of yes, your eyes, and I'm like, sit down. True. So I didn't bad. have a little, you know, bathroom scissors. I, I took told a- her I looked like Anthony Davis, but she had no idea. Who no, I, don't. No, I don't. I don't. Well, yeah. we're delighted to have you here. And just w- welcome new listeners who don't usually listen to us. We're going to get to know Patrick. Um, we're going to have Fix the Franchise later. But we're going to see a different part of you today. And why you're here is because... We have worked together for 16 and a half years, and um, you always would come over with some pop culture thing, and did you see this movie? Did you watch this show? What do you girls think of this? What do you think of that? So we thought it'd be perfect for you to come in and co-host while one of us is away, 
And uh, you got me first, honey. And uh, one thing I'd like to say is I've always been impressed with the way this station worries about their fellow human beings. You got the fundraiser going here. We pretty much just functioned down there. You were on your own with us, but uh, you guys are trying to help people. It's isn't amazing. It, isn't it amazing? Yeah, we, uh, you know, it's... Uh, it's kind of what we've been known for. Yeah, yeah we're, we're just trying to stay out of... We were just trying to stay out of trouble down there, but you guys were helping people, so uh, congratulations think, on that. Thank you. Okay, so I have a question for you, because yeah. I remember... I remember vividly when we first started 16 and a half years ago and I remember what why can't I think of his name the blonde who worked on our station He's congressman what's oh, his name Jason Lewis Jason Lewis Jason said Lewis. to us because <laughs> he was here I remember what he yeah. said and I think I remember what Joe thought I mean because all of a sudden we're starting you guys have been here forever and all of a sudden they're starting this chick station basically mm-hmm. So what are you guys thinking when they hire us Yahoo's and we come into work? Uh, I <laughs> All I know is it took Such about yeah, 12 of those years to keep keep from calling you the tall one and the short one. Uh, <laughs> he did not. He did not. Uh, he I thought had, it was he had, he had trouble with that. But uh, we were like everybody else in the Twin Cities. We were trying to figure out the concept. You know, what, mm-hmm. what the, you know, I mean, it was a novel thing. It had never been done, really. And, uh, and, and, of course, you guys changed through the years, too. Uh, because they're a little more, you know, a little more pop culture as the years. You guys were always pop culture, but you know, I don't think I, uh, I don't think I dismissed it. I was always nice to you. You were always yeah. nice. Yes. You were always nice. I always get along with my uh, fellow human beings because you never know when they're going to be your boss. It, you know, <laughs> that is so true. That is. Look the- at Mackie. I started him off. Mackie was like uh, this twenty. Three-year-old juvenile People don't know who that off is. the streets of that's, Buffalo. Now he's running the station down there. That's Phil Mackey. So, uh, yes. Oh my yeah. gosh! All right. Well, so you have, um, you know, been away for about a month. Has it been about a month since September seventh off, off the air? Yeah, it's great. how's retirement? Oh, it's, it's not retirement. I'm still working for the newspaper, and I'm calling into them. But but it's great. It's uh, I I do have a hard time figuring out what to do with my day if it's not a day when I have a column to write or something. It's. Uh, you know, it, it is a, it's a different kind of life. I don't like to just sit in the house and I sit in the house and watch TV at night. I don't want to do that in the daytime too. So, have you thought a, of a hot yoga class or anything like that? You no, know, I wouldn't mind finding that, but it'd have to be for real old guys who can barely <laughs> bend over. But uh, I, I think I'm, I'm going to have to come up with some hobby because it's uh, it's, it's hard, it, it isn't it? You have to. Yes. I noticed that after my divorce, I'm like, what am I going to do? Mm-hmm. Besides, you know, try to date, which is just well, always been well, interesting. Well, yeah. you know, that probably wouldn't go over well with my wife if I. I don't tried think that, she would so. like that if you started no, dating but, right now. Uh, the DA, as you call her, yes, uh-huh. the domestic associate. For Hi, years. Kate. Yes. Katie, I haven't <laughs> seen this her. This could in a long be, time. by the way, Donnie, the first time she's ever heard me on the radio. She <laughs> listens. She listens to this <laughs> station. Oh, the great thing about having her. Not be a listener is we could use a lot of comic material based on her that ah. never offended her because she didn't know what was going on. That's perfect. That's yes. a perfect situation. Have you ever listened to our radio station? Yeah, well, I've been in uh, when I've been in the car. I'm okay, no, I'm not kidding. Once in a while, I'd hear the replay. You know, oh, you the, would. The, Thank the, you. The six to seven, right? Yeah. yeah so oh, nice. When I get off the air, so I like that. Okay, so today we have um, Chris Hewitt's coming in, your colleague at the Star Tribune to talk movies and plays. We are going to get to know you, and if people want to call in and have questions for Patrick, 651-641-1071. Um, we, everyone in the building 
has been so excited for you to be here today. And they're like, what's going to happen? What is, so I don't know if anyone's <laughs> what working. What do they think? You and I were going to wrestle, my wrestle or something. I don't know, but Patrick really has been studying fashion, relationships, sex. Uh, we're going to talk you know, about. in uh, 2009, when I, f- I first went to a full-time radio show for 13 months, it was uh, general interest. It was the morning show, 530 to 9 with... Uh, Coles, and we had a whole crew, and we did a whole lot of that. Bethany was on my show twice. Do you we think had she's Bethany hot? on twice. Bethany Frankel. Uh, yeah, I thought she was funny, mm-hmm. and she was, uh, you know, that that show's lost its steam. By the way, it was great early, but it's. Uh, As are you? So you're a housewife fan. I was a, a big housewife, New York housewives fan. Right, the only one of them I like now is Southern Charm. I like Southern Charm. Mm. We've never watched it, Donnie. Yeah. That mm, is the breaking process from here. <laughs> no, well, you, when I'm you, walking you through the yard, I think there's something about Southerners that is even more untrustworthy than New Yorkers. Oh, you, you do? <laughs> yes. But right. they're charming while they're doing oh, it. Oh, yes. They oh, are. Yeah. darling. Uh, but the uh, when I walk through the room and the wife is watching one of those of Southern Charms on, I sit down and watch it. You sit her. down and watch it. You know what's changed everybody's world? Those Netflix and stuff like that. You know? Tell us I mean, about Netflix it. and Amazon have changed everybody's world. That's yeah. for sure. It really has. Well, when we come back, we are going to get to know you. We've got a lot of questions from a lot of people around uh, here that are curious about, and uh, they want us to make you feel really uncomfortable, Patrick. Imagine that. And we'll, oh, I got, we'll I see. got uh, here. I'll tell you about uncomfortable. Uh, well, you got to wait till after the break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we got to take a quick break. Okay. That's Patrick Royce joining us today. Not my great grandmother's voice. I'm just teasing you, Patrick, because it's gravelly. Um, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk 107. today this is Lori and julia and welcome all you patrick Royce fans if you could see what he was wearing right now oh you can we're going to be facebook living uh, i'm this- ready for the wedding i did the b squad wedding this was the junior varsity royal wedding i didn't even get an invite to this one i wanted the last one <laughs> the Ma- megan's one of my favorites is i she- discovered her before this guy did harry or whatever the hell his oh name for crying out loud just hold on a Wait, second you have to let me finish okay okay so patrick <laughs> Is in a pink boa mm-hmm. and a fascinator I brought in for the royal wallet. Is that wedding. what you call these things? Yeah, I never a fascinator. Mm-hmm. And um, it's Facebook Live on my Talk 1071 um, Facebook page. And so. I think women's clothes are underrated, by the way. But this? Ahead. Now yeah, that's wow. going to be the 530 segment. <laughs> what does Patrick wear on evenings and weekends? There's your Saturday column. He tried right. on a couple pairs of uh, Hannah's shoes earlier. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. A lot of people want to know about you, and, and your friends over at ESPN want me to make you feel as uncomfortable as possible. So let's just start out. Boxers or briefs? Uh, uh, pretty much boxers. Okay. I'm a big, uh, you know who's got you? Uh, I, I, well, I won't tell you. I don't want to give him a free plug. Okay. Craziest place you've ever had sex? That's so long ago. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 73 next week. I can hardly remember. <laughs> By myself or with somebody? Let's, yeah. Well, let's just say with someone. <laughs> okay, twins, Vikings, or Timberwolves? Which one do I like better? Yep. Uh, well, the uh, I went to the first game the Twins ever played. I was always a baseball nut. Uh, so uh, And the Vikings... You know, anyone who ever can, tells me they love the Vikings, I always say that's because you haven't met them. But, uh, <laughs> well, uh, but yeah, the Twins are. I've always been, you know, the that's team where your that, heart uh, is. Team, yeah. Okay, but, but I uh, doesn't prevent me from occasionally criticizing them. 
I, we know that about mm-hmm. you. Okay, so first album you ever bought. Oh, my God. Or I 78. Is it a 78 or is it an album? No, I'm just teasing you, sweetie. I would not. Uh, maybe some Jerry Lee Lewis thing. Okay. Probably from back then. I'm Great not Balls sure which one. Yeah, something okay. like that. Okay. Where'd yeah. you go to college? I went to the University of Minnesota for two years and uh, was offered a job in Duluth for $76.08 a week at the Duluth Ooh. News Tribune. Couldn't turn down that pay, and I went up there, and I, I'm still waiting to get my degree. Are you really? Yes. Do you want to get it? No. Okay. <laughs> Don't okay. care. What are your t- listen when you when you're getting seventy six oh eight a week? You graduate from the old school of hard knocks. Okay. Isn't that something? Yes. I know everyone has that. Okay, so what what's your hidden talent? What is my hidden talent? Mm-hmm. Got to be something. Ah, uh, virtually nothing. Honest to God, I barely can change a light bulb. I am the biggest klutz around the house you have ever seen. People will sell you something. I can't tie a tie. I, you can't? I was out in San Francisco for a wedding. I went in to pick, you know, nice, beautiful right. men's store. Bent 80 bucks for a tie. I said, there's one caveat. You have to tie it for me. So the guy tied it in the middle of pinks. I can't even tie a tie. Did they, did they not make you wear a tie back in the day? Where? Where would newspaper report? Hell no. All right, you were on the beat. They're lucky we wore a shirt, for goodness sake. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever waxed off any hair? No, no. In fact, uh, today was uh, you you cutting off my eyebrow was one of the highlights of my hair cutting uh, career. I brought in some gel and some other beauty things. I have a thing with eyebrows. They frame the face. I want everyone to have good ones. Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, Natalie Wood. Really? Do you think uh, old Bob Wagner killed her? I think so, probably. Uh, You do? Yeah, I do. I think he threw her. I think he was drunk and threw her over and... Didn't just know she said he was swim. just kidding. Didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I think he regretted it. But uh, Natalie she... Wood, I'm so old, rebel without a cause. Natalie Wood, 1956, 17 years old. Really? Who's oh. hot now? Who do you think is hot now in the celebrity world? Meghan Markle. She okay. got married. I, and she I, got I, married. Uh, do you like Angelina? I used to. She's, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, Angelina. I mean, that there's not Emma Stone. I love a lot. Not, okay. not as a real hottie, but just as a as, as you, a character. You like yeah. characters. Yeah, okay. I like her. And what do you think? Uh, they, I just saw what's that goofy? She's got a goofy series on. Oh, Maniac. Maniac. Did you like it? <laughs> All right, don't watch it it's on a Netflix. Strange for me, but uh, I I hung with it because of Emma. So I thought La La Land was fantastic. I it loved was. It. I love talking to you through the microphone. You can turn it sideways so we can yeah. see each other while he's wearing a fascinator <laughs> and a pink boa. I love that you're playing along in okay. front of the man wall. Oh, oh, is that what's is that why we call it the man? Wall? Yeah, because oh, oh, the good looking guys. All the good looking guys. You know guys. my uh, Paul Newman you have back here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was dra- he was racing up at Brainerd, and eighty uh, four maybe. And I took my wife and uh, another friend, a couple of with us. When I was covering it, and he won, and he had to come up and like be in the press box, and they basically got arrested for stalking him. They wouldn't, you know, they just. Keep- Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts.
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Followed them everywhere. Alone? They would. No, my wife and her buddy, oh. they, they stalked them. I would have too. Mm-hmm. I would have too. He's up on the man wall twice. He, he was, was a handsome brute. He really was. Who do you, what is your favorite movie? Like if it's all on favorite TV. Favorite movie all time. Okay. Uh, well, this would not appeal to your audience. Dr. Strangelove, the anti-war uh, Stanley Kubrick uh, satire on, on war. Dr. Strangelove is uh, right up there. Chinatown's one of my favorites. Oh, that's a good uh, one. LA Confidential, fantastic. Of course, Blazing Saddles and Big Lebowski are the two funny movies, uh, two funniest movies ever made. Uh, but uh, I, there's a there's a thousand of them. I'm, I'm a big movie fan. I like a lot of them. I, I just like Black Klansman a lot a little bit uh, oh, a couple yeah. months ago. I yeah. haven't seen that one Spike yet. Spike Lee's best movie. Oh, good. I want to see that. Um, okay, so if you have, a, what's your favorite restaurant in the past that used to be in the Twin Cities and your favorite restaurant right now? Uh, my wife and I are big uh, Murray's fans back from old times. We still go there. J.D. Hoyt's. Uh, non, I, I was a big Pepito's. Uh, we we loved Pepito's Lo- yeah. back when it was at its best, and uh, they've, they're closed now. That was but El Burrito Mercado went there. And if, yeah, I'm sure they're good. They're yeah, fantastic. They're from St. Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think makes a woman sexy? Damn near everything. <laughs> That's a perfect answer. <laughs> what do you depends. Th- they all have their attributes. What do you think makes a man a tool? Uh, I don't know. Behaving like here's what makes it. Here's the difference between a good guy and a bad guy. Okay. Okay. You want to? This is yeah. this is life in general. All right. If you're happy when something good happens for your friends, that doesn't necessarily happen for you. And you're happy about it. You're happy for them. And if you resent it, you're a bad person. If, I, you, if you resent the success of friends because you don't have, share the same degree of success, then you're a jackass. If you're, uh, if you're not, if you are happy for your friends when things go well for them, then you're a good person. Good guy. That's, that's, that's my theory of life. I think that's a pretty good Great one. Mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of people that's would That's why to that. Sid is questionable, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> For people who don't know, I think that's Sid Hartman. Uh, 98 years old, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Is, he, is he really? really? Fell down, broke a hip, and he's still around. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, my word. He That is, that's something. Okay, mm-hmm. what was the most annoying habit that Joe Sushery had? Because you guys worked together for like a gazillion years. The things that annoyed you were made of what was why you liked him because his impatience is fantastic. You know, he had to leave every day at 358 because if he got to his car, he could make the light. Up, and if he didn't I'm leave very in university yeah, yeah no he yeah. would race out <laughs> yes. of here like oh, a bat yeah. out of hell yeah but mr <laughs> hubbard was the only one who could have stopped them and i'm not even sure about that yeah. i was always his, his annoying habits are the best they are well, well would, I, his most annoying habit was being a right-wing republican but that's just me so, right. okay. oh, boy. so you guys, but, <laughs> we'll just go on from there we'll right. just leave it there what what would he say was your most annoying habit uh, 
Oh boy, he's got a lot of them. He's. <laughs> I think back when I called in, had to call in at four forty every day, and a few times I chose to be on airline flights instead of wait for him, and I wouldn't let him know ahead of time. Well, that's not it. Yeah, yeah. That's but, that's real thoughtful. But hey, so if, just you're, those- if you're in Augusta, Georgia, and you got a chance to get out of town or call suits, you're going to get out of town. So. I believe it. What What do you think? Um, what makes you laugh today? Today, what makes me laugh? I mean, what what do you always find funny? Uh, I don't know. You know, I mean, I, I, I pretty much find everything funny. Do you? Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I, everything, there's a joke to everything, no matter how, uh, how sorry. I love sarcasm and satire. And Twitter, I just am very happy that Twitter was not invented when I was drinking, else I would have not had a long and prestigious career, because I'm bad enough right now, sober. <laughs> Can you imagine if that in photos were around in the 20s when we were younger? Oh, I would hate Twitter. be hating life. Yeah, Twitter's okay. Fantastic. Now a trend has emerged. This is the My Talk Now Trending Report. What's happening right now? now, now. Trending online this afternoon. Oh, it's National Farmers Day. Getting that Friday feeling. I know Donnie is celebrating that one. Gotta work on the back 40 later on. (laughs) That's right. Uh, Also trending online this afternoon, uh, Britney Spears and her appearance in a mini dress on The Ellen Show. Also, Ashley Simpson and Evan Ross, her husband, they are going on a joint concert tour together. Unfortunately for us, they are not stopping in the Twin Cities. (sighs) I know, and also uh, something trending that's new over on Netflix would be The Haunting of Hill House, and uh, people are saying that it is a slow burn family nightmare, so if you want to get your spooky on tonight, maybe that might be a good option for you. That's what's trending here at my talk. All right, here is your forecast. Tribune. You gentlemen work together. I know that you have lunch together daily at the Star Tribune. <laughs> I, have never I don't even know where your office is you. back in there. I'm. Well, I don't. I didn't. Uh, you know, I've been half time since 2009, so I don't get in as often as uh-huh. I used to. So. I believe it. I right, before with the parking rates down there, you can kind of work at home if you can. So. Yeah, I take the train. Yes. Oh, I believe. Before we get into the latest movies and plays and yes. what we should be seeing, just want to remind people the seventh caller right now will get a $50 gift card, Visa gift card, from the CW, courtesy of the new Charmed reboot premiering this Sunday, October 14th on the CW at, what time is it going to be at? Seven o'clock following uh, Supergirl. So good fun shows. All American started on the CW. Did anyone watch it? It's the new no. kind of Friday Night Lights. Fantastic. You know, if you like Hollywood dramas. I mean, Hollywood high school, you know, high school TV. I don't know if that speaks to me. Oh, it speaks to me. <laughs> All right, fine. What do you got? What do you got for us today, Chris Hewitt? Oh, lots of stuff, actually. I was off last week, so I went to a whole bunch of movies. Oh, what did you see? I saw Venom. What? It, was that good? Tom Hardy is my boyfriend, so uh, no, yes. No, fight, fight with me. But he was is he good? Was he good looking in it? Um, yeah, in kind of a low key way. He plays this oh journalist, mm-hmm. so you know, not like super glam or anything. But he is a journalist who, you know, as these things go, gets accidentally infected by this venom mm-hmm. and becomes sort of a Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. He's one part a little bit like the Hulk sort of running around the place smashing things and a little bit this somewhat meek and mild journalist 
uh, and Tom Hardy plays both of them. And the movie doesn't quite know that it's a comedy, but Tom Hardy for sure thinks it's a comedy, and he's really funny in it. So you think people will be going in hordes like they went last weekend, this weekend? Because, it, gosh, didn't it make over $60 million? Yeah, it made a lot of money. I I wonder. I have a, The reason I like it is because I'm sick of superhero movies that are all exactly the Hate same them. and are all about yep. explosions and are half an hour too long. This one is none of those things. It's it's pretty concise. It doesn't have that many explosions. There's one long chase scene, but it's actually pretty good. It has a sense of humor about itself. So I don't know. I kind of wonder if the people who went thinking, oh, it's going to be another, you know, entry in the Marvel's universe are maybe were maybe disappointed by it because it's really not. It's sort of almost making fun of the Marvel. Do you give it three stars, honey? I think I probably would. I always can guess Chris's stars. And here's the other thing. Michelle Williams is in it. She Mm -hmm. plays his on again, off again girlfriend. And she's like kind of out of a thirties Barbara Stanwyck movie. She's sort of slightly tough talking and quick and fun. And yeah, it's got all this stuff that you wouldn't necessarily expect to be in a superhero movie. Oh, Jenny Slate randomly. I love her. I love her too. Do you know Jenny Slate, Patrick? Oh, she's. I probably know her. I just would have to have her describe to me. She's a comedian, comic actress. She Mm -hmm. used to be on SNL. Oh, okay. And she's playing a straight role in this movie, but there's this like weird tension because she's walking around the laboratory with these experiments and you kind of always expected her to say something funny and she never does. So it's really interesting casting. Mm -hmm. I think that you put this person in there who you think might be funny and isn't. Okay. And you of course saw star is born. Patrick, have you seen it? No, but I saw the first six. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Donnie says there's only been three before this one. Donnie, are you taking callers with questions for Patrick? No, I had to get the winner for the Oh, the winner for the Visa Crush. Okay. Uh, Star is Born. This is different. But this one's got to be better than the... the Barbara Streisand Streisand one was one of the worst movies ever made. Oh, stop. Oh, stop right there. I do think it's better than the Barbara Streisand one, although I don't know if I think that's one of the worst movies ever made. I don't think it's as good as the Judy Garland one. Oh, for like, crying I mean, out if loud, we're gonna like, rank who's going to watch them it's all the way back? People have TVs now. You can find everything. Yeah, you? it's pretty gettable, actually. And that, I mean, that is a classic. I would say, well, I don't know. We don't probably need me to rank all of them, but I'm not a Gaga fan. And in fact, I was a little bit reluctant to go see the movie because I'm not a Gaga fan. Same. But she's good in it. And she's, she's kind of less. Oh, you've seen it too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And not I super Gaga y. I listened to the album all morning. No, I'm, I'm all in. I can't help it. Yeah, you know, I kind of went in with a little bit of an attitude of, like, Patrick was just saying, I don't know if I really need to see the fifth iteration of this story. There's one called What Price Glory, too. Uh, But I'm glad I did. I really liked it. I Mm -hmm. think both of them are terrific in it. It's a little, to me, what do you think about this? I felt like it was a little light on supporting interest. Like, they're the only two things in the movie, I've heard that from other people. So, in hearing it from you, probably just validates it, because this is what you do. So, yeah. I think so, but I didn't care, because... Like us girls, I mean women, we like to just look at Bradley Cooper and the love story. I didn't really need to know about everybody else. And it turns out he can sing. Oh, he's he's brilliant. And I actually kind of like those songs. I was a little bit nervous about that too because you know Bradley Cooper also wrote some of the songs. Yeah, although so did Willie Nelson's kid, who presumably has more. It's um, really good. Patrick area. is picking up his phone now. Are we boring no, you? No, no, no. I was looking something. <laughs> I think I, he's I going on some... Fandango to book some tickets. No, I had to look <laughs> something up. I had to look something up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. I'm the guy who still gets mad when they ask you to pick out a seat, you know. Yeah, I'm oh, not a fan of that okay, either. Okay, that is a truth. pain. We've sold eight tickets. I'll find a seat. Let me go. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but it seems like whatever, you know, because they've got two together and then one separate, two together and one separate. Uh-huh. And all the single ones are like with the two together. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like those seats either. What yeah. about, okay, so I know there's the big new um, Robert Redford one that opened today. Which I've not seen. Yep. I know, but uh, you've heard good old stuff. Old Man the Gun. Yeah, you know, it's based on a really uh, great story from The New Yorker that appeared probably 15 years ago by the same guy who wrote um, Lost City of Z. Oh, really? Which okay. is a terrific book that also was made into a movie. So it's a great story. Oh, and he also wrote um, Killers of the Flower Moon. A so, personal favorite. I've never even oh heard of gosh, it. Oh my gosh, that book is so good. No, it was a huge bestseller last All year. All right. About a series of murders in Oklahoma. Anyway, this is about a guy who uh, is a bank robber. He gets arrested 17 times. He breaks out 17 times. And apparently after the 17th time, he falls in love with Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. That's basically what I know. But It looks good to me. It does to me too. And I'm glad that Robert Redford seems to be walking back this Talk about this being his last movie. Apparently yeah, he's, he's still good, isn't he? Now, were you a Robert Redford fan? A Sting fan? Well, I'm. I think uh, Butch Cassidy's an uh, all timer. Oh yeah. Butch Cassidy was so good, they felt bad about not giving it the Academy Award, so they gave it to The Sting, which was uh, not as good a movie, in my opinion. The Sting is but, not as good a movie. Yeah. No, that was a good movie. And did you see his the second to last movie, which is on Netflix, the one with Jane Fonda, Our Souls at Night? I loved it. Oh my gosh, that movie That's is so That's a sweet beautiful. movie, Patrick, if you're looking for something romantic to do tonight. I got to ask you a question. Yes. <laughs> did you see The Rider? I did. Yeah, I like that movie a lot. How about that for being depressing? You go to that movie, man, you don't want to go listen to happy news on uh, my talk, I'll tell you that. I Why? mean, it's a what little is... bit of a bummer. A few There's... months ago, yeah. What's oh. it about? A rodeo rider who has an accident, mm-hmm. um, and it's inspired Head by... Head injury, yeah. Yeah, based on a true story. And he's the healthiest guy in the thing, by the way. Oh, yeah. I did. I remember seeing previews. Oh, is it good. worth it to Depressing. rent if it's on? Oh, totally. If yes. you're willing to have a little bit of a sad time. That mm-hmm. woman, actually, who made that movie has become a huge thing in Hollywood. She's She's got, oh, she's actually making a superhero movie next. Come to really? think of it. I can't think which Poor one. Man. But yeah. Those are the yeah. kind of movies I got. I can't stand action movies. And, yeah, I, you know, did you like Good. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yes, but the first one, I didn't yeah. need the others. You know, Raiders of the Lost Ark was great. The sequels in general are, yeah. no? Not all. Well, some of them are okay. But but mm-hmm. I could have seen one Star Wars and not needed the rest of them. Uh, the first one was fantastic, and the rest of them, the better the technology got, the worse the movies got, I mm, thought. I might be able to agree with that, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, and people acting in front of green sw- screens where they're never I- yeah. with the other person to even act. I think that would be very hard to do. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Or, you know, there's a tennis ball where your eye is supposed to go. Right. And you sort of just have to trust that that's ultimately going to be where the whatever. I think that'd be hard. Yeah. I okay. So theater. Too. Hamilton is wrapping up, isn't it? Hamilton is done. It's done. It finished on Sunday. What a bang. That was fun. Did you see it, Patrick? Nope. Oh, it was good. It was good. It was really good. What what else is happening in the theater world that you're excited about? Well, we were just talking a little bit about Beautiful, which mm-hmm. is coming up. Uh, that is the Carol King musical, which I'm uh, very, very skeptical of jukebox musicals. We were just talking about, I'm not really a Jersey Boys fan. Uh, the Motown, the musical, did you happen to see that one? No, but Donnie saw it and liked it. Ugh, I, I think it's one of the York. worst things I've ever seen. I saw it in New York and didn't like it that well. Okay. Yeah. That Whitney Houston thing that came through right. a year or so ago was terrible, but Beautiful is fantastic. I want to tell you this about Beautiful, though. I booked tickets for uh-huh. Thanksgiving week. No problem. 
It looks like it's run its course. But I mean, it's you're been going on Broadway to see it in Broadway, time. and it's coming here next week. Yeah, uh, I think it's second week, two weeks, two weeks. Yeah, I'm going to that. I haven't a week been from Tuesday. Why is this I think one like so it. good? Well, I think the thing that works is a lot of these shows like attempt to race through all of the hits of. And Patrick was just saying, "There's a Tina Turner coming to Broadway. There's a Temptations." Coming I saw to the share in Chicago. There's the share one, and like they spend so much time trying to do like 15 seconds of every hit by these acts that there's kind of no story and there's nothing really to invest in. It's to me a lot of times I go to them and I'm like, "Oh, I'm hearing a concert of all these songs sung by the wrong people and wishing I were at home listening to my record." instead of right. these people doing bad cover versions. However, in this case, uh, she is both the songwriter of quite a few of the songs that are like the Shangri-Las and other people who are represented on stage singing them pretty well, I think. And she's herself a performer who sort of in the story that we're being told on stage gradually grows into the persona of this person who says, yeah, I'm confident enough to sing my own songs, which is tapestry. Right. Essentially. And she's a pretty interesting life. She oh. collaborated with Jerry Goffin and that sort of went south, as did the relationship between the two of them. And and who doesn't love Carol King? I love it. And when we got when Aretha died, we all got to see uh, Carol King going nuts again at the uh, at the Kennedy, when, Center, at Honors. The Kennedy mm-hmm. Center Honors. It was mm-hmm. uh, fantastic. Yeah, so you like that kind of music, Carol King Tapestry? Yeah, I did. I, I, I like Tapestry. She was yeah. a lot more of the show. Actually, is the early sort of Brill building stuff mm-hmm. for the girl groups, and that stuff is really fun too. You know, oh, I'm still looking love forward tomorrow, to that. And I think you'll like it. I think you'll have a good time. You may need to tune out people who are singing along. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. I'm one of those. I'm one of those. I totally am one of those. All right. Thank you, honey. Thanks for stopping by. That's Chris Hewitt. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, Hewitt Strib. H-E-W-I-T-T-S-T-R-I-B. And you can read him in the Star Tribune. Yes. All right. Thanks, hon. When we come back, we're going to play the game. And here we go. Do you think you can fix this thing? We need to talk about how to fix this. We need to make a plan. (laughs) Fix it? How are you going to fix this? How are you going to fix this? It's time for Patrick Royce to fix the franchise. Okay. Those are two of the questions I got from people. What are they? That darn Jimmy Butler and the Wolves. Fix that. Okay. That's number one. And fix the, that one. And the twins and that new manager. Fix that. All right. Uh, Where are you going to start? Uh, the Timberwolves. Uh, let me point this out. I stopped working September 7th down the hall. So that's one job. And the owner of the Timberwolves. Oops. The owner of the Timberwolves owns the newspaper where I have my other job. That's true. So... Okay. Glenn Taylor's not going to figure into my fix, okay? Can we get right. that straight here? All right, perfect. He's not got he doesn't have anything to do with the fix, okay? I've got that. Uh, no, uh, it's simple. Trade uh, trade Jimmy Butler. Trade him to uh, Miami for uh, uh, Josh Richardson and get another player. Uh, don't spend so much time worrying about getting rid of Gorgie Jing's high contract, which they're trying to get rid of as they make okay, the Butler no. trade. Dumb make it the down. Butler, dumb make... it down a little okay. bit. Dumb it okay. down the a NBA, little bit. The NBA salary cap, dear, is the most complicated mathematical thing in the world. Okay. In the world. Okay. Uh, 
And they they paid a lot of money for this guy named Gorgie Jing, who's $16 million a year. They're paying him and to be a backup center who's not that good that the coach doesn't like. So as they're trying to trade Butler, they're working very hard to get, get rid him. of this guy, too. The way you fix this franchise is you just trade Jimmy Butler for the uh, best deal you can get, and you worry about the ancillary stuff later. later. All right, that's, perfect. That's how we do that. How do you fix it for the fans? How do I, for the fans? Mm-hmm. Well, you have a better team. They, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, they won. They, they, they had more sellouts last year than they've had since the early 1990s. The fans came back last year. Now mm-hmm. they're mad. They don't like the coach. Uh, but I don't think you fire the coach for one reason. You owe him twenty four million. You still have to, you still you have have to pay him. Million. I want him to you spend that twenty four million on players, not on uh, firing the coach. All right. Uh, and uh, B, uh, the base twins uh, manager. Wait, 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 uh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, so that was the Timberwolves. Fix. That we fixed the Timberwolves. Okay. that's how we fixed the that, Timberwolves. That only took now, like a minute. Okay. Now, question B, uh, now, Donnie is uh, what are the twins? What should the twins do about the manager? Well, the manager, just different things. I want you to answer fix the franchise, and we're going to do the twins now. Okay. What would you do? Uh, well, I wouldn't have hired Paul Molitor, but that ship has sailed. So uh, we, okay. we now have to fix what the current situation is. Uh, I think what I would do is not get real giddy about spending money this winter. Okay. Because, and pretty much right off next season... Because in baseball, you're not going to make a big leap up if you have uh, if you don't have enough. You got to have a foundation. They don't have a foundation now. The base is not good. Not good. You okay. got to have a foundation to build on before you spend money. They got to find out if Sano is going to show up weighing two fifty instead of two ninety five to play third base. They got to know if Buxton is going to show up to play center field. If if those two guys. Our failures again through the first half of next season. Mm-hmm. Then you say, "Okay, now we got to go out. We, we're going to have a lot of money to spend the next year, and we're going to go out and write those two guys off and spend money elsewhere trying to build a foundation for a team." But their biggest problem now, Julia, is yes, Patrick. The combination of Buxton and Sano is the biggest failure of hot shot prospects as we call them hot shot next dynasty next generation not dynasty next generation stars in the history of minnesota major league sports dating to 1961 we've never had two guys this ballyhooed now be in a situation where they both could be absolute flops really never and that's the biggest problem with this franchise is the guys that were supposed to be their centerpiece their stars their all-stars stink at the moment well and what do you think okay because i know a little bit about sano i mean he was too chubby to play but I mean, what do, what do people say about that? Is there something in these athletes? Gastric these... bypass. I don't know. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. But is there something I in their contract? Needed, I that... said he needed it, uh, just two small operations. Frontal lobotomy. I and knew you a, were going to say uh, that. Oh, and a gastric bypass, and then he'll be ready to roll. <laughs> oh, Look out. Gosh. I no. knew you were going to say that. And then what about the... You know, the new number kids, the whiz kids that came in. Do you like them? We don't have any whiz kids. Didn't some guys come in that are going to moneyball no. the team, or is that no, just no, something no, that no, I... I uh, all right, all right, fine. Uh, I'm you've just... been smoking dope again. No, oh, that's sh- not... Uh, oh, I got a quick question for Patrick. Yes. yes. 
The uh, the brain trust, as you like to call it. Yes, uh, Aristotle and Plato. I'm right, sure. Aristotle and Plato. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so they fire the manager. It's all his fault, but they brought in a bunch of guys that didn't do anything for the Twins. Yes. Why don't they come at the at the press conference and say, well, you know, we really blew it by signing Logan Morris and so on and so on and so on and so forth. They don't take any responsibility. Uh, no, they are uh, masters of doublespeak. Uh, Eastern uh, College, uh, very well-educated guys. Not uh, Nice guys, too. Labino, I like a lot. He's funny, except when he starts talking and trying to explain something to us <laughs> mere peons from the Midwest <laughs> with uh, horse poop on our shoes. And he starts talking <laughs> like he's talking at a seminar at Barton or something. <laughs> and uh, he, they, they just leave us dumbfounded here by what the hell they're talking about and they don't answer questions there uh, we have only second left okay. i thought spielman was worse these guys are worse they don't talk english well that's always a challenge <laughs> yes okay now we've got one left yes because i think the women rock the, the links and now we've got the yeah, well, they had a rough year. downhill i know but they're gonna have a good year next year aren't they Yes, and you know who has nothing to do with it? Cheryl Reeve. Maya Moore is the LeBron James of the WNBA. <laughs> okay, before that, okay, we don't have a lot of time, and this is a hard break. <laughs> got a minute. You got one minute. So we got to go with the Vikings. Nothing to fix. They're fine. They're going to go to the Super Bowl. What What's about your a kicker? I mean, what is it the with the kicker? kicker's fine. He's okay. He makes 90% of them. The kicker's yeah, he fine. Does. He missed two last week. Nah, those things happen. You also, you also <laughs> did, was it you that wrote that at the Twin Stadium, a beer should not be $9? Yes. And, I mean, Take that, $2 off every beer and your attendance will go up 10%. I would agree 100%. That's ridiculous. All these stadiums are ridiculous. Thank God I cured my alcoholism in 1981. <laughs> else uh, you could I'd be broke. I'd be broke. Oh, my gosh. All right. There it was. Fix the franchise. <laughs> Let's see if any of that. So I simple. Think they're all listening. Yeah. They're all listening. <laughs> so that'll be taken care of by the time we get back at 4 o'clock when we play Family Feud. Oh, Patrick, I kind of feel like you're going to be, you're going to kill me at that game. Does, right. Do the sports still get you riled up in this town? Uh, it's amazing how often sports events are on at night when I'm home and I'm watching Netflix, Ozark or something on mm-hmm. Netflix. Uh, they, uh, you know, regular season pretty well bores me. It does. Yep. Oh. Say, Julia, we, yes, need, uh, we need $485 from our lovely listeners to hit that $1,500 match that uh, David from First Equity is putting up to send to the folks down in the Florida Panhandle. Okay. Oh, my gosh. We can do this, people. $10 a piece, and that's $20. Thank you, everybody, for donating. You just go to MyTalk keyword diaper.